Welcome to Counterpoint, the Counter Narrative Projects podcast. I am your host, Johnny Cornegay. This show amplifies the voices of Black gay men through conversations with thought leaders, creatives, and activists. You can follow us on Twitter at Building Desire, and you can like us on Facebook at The Counter Narrative. Our guest today is a singer, songwriter, producer, and arranger born in Lexington, Kentucky, and raised right here in Atlanta, Georgia. He emerged in popular culture in the early 2000s, singing songs full of soul, spirit, and freedom for Black people. He has a new album out, The American Mythology, available on his website, imdonny.com. According to his website, The American Mythology is the soundtrack to an epic narrative that was written based on the archetype of the classic myth. It's a new and exciting way of facing the world's problems by way of the allegory. An artist or an artistic genius once once stated, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. With that, we welcome a man who needs no introduction to Counterpoint, Donnie. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you, Johnny? I am quite wonderful. Um, thank you so much for being here once again. You know, I want to... Oh, you're so welcome. Um, I, I want to, to go back in time a little bit. We'll do this a couple times during our conversation. But, you know, you, you made the decision to become a professional recording artist at some point in your life. And mm-hmm. how did you also resolve that you were going to make the kind of music that you wanted to make, regardless of what was happening in the pop landscape? I mean, well, there was... a a period back in the 90s uh, in Atlanta where there was a a, a renaissance Mm -hmm. uh, and the Yin Yang Cafe, Funk Jazz, Mm -hmm. um, Chocolate Soul, and there were other, uh, uh, of course, WRFG and WCLK were involved. Um, Neo Soul was a hot type of music that was... uh, budding in that time Mm -hmm. and Erica Badu Mm -hmm. was um, a great (laughs) really to be totally honest was a great influence on me deciding to follow that path that was before I met India Ari Mm -hmm. and became a member of the Earthseed uh, family Mm -hmm. and uh, which India was a part of and um, I, I eventually uh, met them and started singing with India on stage and doing all of these things. And I, I, India was deciding to, uh, to sign to Motown because mm-hmm. she said, you know, I'm, I'm tired of, you know, tying my door shut. I want some money. Mm-hmm. So basically her decision to do that and to make video when i saw a video ah. that was when i decided okay donna you have to you can do this Got it, it inspired me to make a record so um i called morris bernstein of giant step records and said that i wanted to do this record mm-hmm. and i'd already had an idea of what it was going to be um because i was inspired um by Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway, and mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. uh, to make a album that was not gospel but was not secular. Mm-hmm. So I 
came up with this inspirational music and this gift to black people of the color section. That was the concept. Mm. And I decided to do the neo-soul uh, uh, type of vibration along with some old school uh, styling. Got it. So, you know, or old school uh, vibration with neo-soul styling, whichever way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. So basically that's, how I came to do the music, I I hope that that expresses mm-hmm. uh, what you wanted to hear. Or yeah, even more. absolutely. And and you know, it actually leads me into, um, you know, what I what I now dub as my Donnie listening experience. I cannot sing, but I'm going to sing something. So when I first heard, um, you know, the colored section opened up, there was kind of the refrain. I'm not a nigga, I'm a nigga. When I become a nigga, I'll let you know. And I said, I don't know who this man is, but I love where he is. (laughs) And so your records for many of us have this this kind of visceral component it's very spiritual we see things and we see colors so you mentioned that the you know the colored section was a concept that you had when you went in do you still use that particular process today when you go in and to record um not really mm-hmm. because my uh Style is changing or has changed Mm -hmm. uh, the way that I'm expressing my music um, live. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that had an an effect on how the album, the American Mythology, is sounding. Um, I don't use the same process. With the cover section, it was more so of, it was inspiration, raw Mm -hmm. inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I just started... You know, writing songs like Cloud Nine. We live from the head down and not the feet up. And I'm a dome with a pound that's making this up. And I'm fine, fine under cloud. I wear the lamb's wool, the feet of burnt brass, and the wool defies gravity like the nature of a gas. And I'm fine, fine, under cloud nine. Twist my cloud and it rains, and when it rains, oh, it pours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, the question of the in-between time, right? And on your website, you were really honest, or the website was really honest in kind of giving us a glimpse into your in-between time. There's a quote that I'm going to take from the website. Albums like The Colored Section and The Daily News were inspiring to the public, but took a toll on the singer-songwriter. What did you learn in your time away from the public eye? I learned to love myself uh, and to know what the true meaning of love is 
love, self-love is for Donnie, mm-hmm. not for somebody else. Um, dictate me to dictate to me uh, what uh, love is. Mm-hmm. I I learned to stand up and be solid because I was al- already an honest person, very aggressive, but there was still that part of me that was affected by. Uh, my religious upbringing mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was not uh, free so I learned how to uh, really be the bohemian that I am I am a hippie mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I just say I think I'm in my in my truest form when when you don't get to express yourself and be your authentic self it causes anger, depression, and frustration. Mm-hmm. And that's what I learned. I want to be unstressed, and I want to do what it is in life that I want to do. Wow. And I know in this world that we can't do every little thing that we want to do because we're in this world, and mm-hmm. it has rules and laws. And But I want to be as close to doing what makes me happy and not somebody else happy. What was the point when you knew it was time for people to hear the American mythology? Um, that point, really, honestly, <laughs> I know this is going to sound funny, but I don't really feel that that point has come. Wow. Even though the record is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because... I feel, I feel that I did the whole thing backwards. Mm-hmm. There is a musical, and I'm actually at the rehearsal or the uh, production meeting mm-hmm. uh, for the musical for the American Mythology, uh, the uh, concert musical. So basically, I put the album out before I put the music out, musical out, and usually it's done the total opposite. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that I wanted it out. But I wanted the people to hear it. I was tired of holding it in because I've been working on it for over 10 years. And I wanted people to hear it. I am excited. I, one of my friends uh, has a little girl, has a daughter. I think her name is Nyla. But she said, Mama, it's a, it's a musical. I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kids really see it. understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's the style that I wanted an album that included other people. Some say we're sacrilegious because we ask about the information that they feed. Did they the shiver of democracy? Are we slaves or are we really free? We're all actors on the world stage. And we're trying to shut down the plane. Every drama at the theater. They got our thoughts behind the door. We're all actors on the world stage. And we're trying to 
I'm going to uh, go, uh, I'm going to read a lyric. Um, they cut off my head and they cut off my tail. Yes, I'm uneducated, but I ain't dumb. I just know not where I'm going, nor where I'm coming from. Those are some lyrics mm-hmm. in uh, American Freak. Um, in your in your mind, so as you were writing that, writing those lyrics, writing that song, who did you envision being inspired by um, that song? And when you think about even the American mythology, who did you want to be inspired by that album? By the album itself. Um. That song, American Freak, was more so uh, an inspiration mm-hmm. um, and more so as a description of uh, a class of people, since mm-hmm. we do exist in classism, mm-hmm. um, that is the, the uh, Southern hood... Uh, character Mm -hmm. it's the hood but it's in the south and it's different from uh the the atlanta uh city vibe it's different from a northern city vibe or a pacific coast city vibe it is very southern and um there is a type of character that is out in gangster rap in these days that is the gangster the the you know the booty shaking mm-hmm. um i just looked and i was like that's so sexual i know that i'm very open i'm an artist so i just really honestly just wanted to i love them mm-hmm. and when i say i love them i may not like everything about me everybody doesn't like everything about me. I mean, people don't like everything about me. Mm-hmm. I don't like everything about me. So basically what I'm trying to say is I know why they are the way they are, even though I'm not them. Right. They are American Negro people. And I know why they are uh, like they are more than I know why a black person in LA or New York, uh, Chicago, mm-hmm. because I grew up here. I've been here since I was eight years old, Atlanta. Right. And I believe that the reason why they're doing the things that they're doing and getting what they can get, because it's the first time in their family's lineage that they've been rich. They were uneducated and poor. Mm-hmm. Black people who were hanged. See, we don't think about that. These men that were hanged were from these families. And I accept all of me. Mm-hmm. I accept all the embarrassing stuff mm-hmm. because we are we are fabulous people, you know. Because we're we're God, we're God. You know your southern roots, and even how you have had to come to resolution about. Uh, how those Southern roots have affected you both positively and negatively in, in certain circumstances. Can you talk to us a bit about what was your process or how did you resolve within you both your upbringing and where you needed to go personally? Well, I've always known, well, ever since that I knew what, you know, liking girls or liking boys mm-hmm. or boys and girlfriends and all that kind of stuff. Every Ever since I knew what that was, I've always known that I liked 
the same sex. Mm-hmm. I was attracted to the same sex. I'm attracted to men. I'm gay. And my upbringing is Hebrew Pentecostal. And it was a very powerful, uh, nobody can shake my belief in the most high, no matter what religion has done to me. Mm-hmm. Because of the acts that I've seen before my eyes and the testimonies of the people of the generations of this church, which is about 100 years old almost, in 1919 it'll be 100 years. It's a very peculiar religion that, you know, Marvin Gaye grew up in also, who oh, wow. my cousin, um, and <clears throat> it mentions it in his book, mm-hmm. The Lexington Congregation, which is a congregation that I come from, mm-hmm. uh, which, is, which was, I was so proud, but yet still that's the positive effect you know, the spirituality, the healings, and the the miracle. And that helped me stay in touch with the Most High. If if I'm going to be a faggot, then I'm the Most High's faggot. Wow. And I tell people that all the time. You're going to call me a sissy? I'm the Most High's mm-hmm. sissy. I belong, and that's where I am spiritually. But the negative effect was low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. When your mother want you when you admire your mother and you love your mother and she wants you to be something that you're not because mm-hmm. she's uncomfortable with it. She it, she made me even more to think about it, my mother made me uncom- more uncomfortable about it than my father. Now when I was a little boy my father would tell me, Stop stop twitching boy. Stop mm-hmm. stop talking you know, stop talking like that or stop this and stop that. But as I grew older I never heard that a lot. When we moved to Atlanta from Lexington, I hated myself or hated that part of me, you know, which basically, you know, you hate yourself, you know, um, because that part of you cannot be separated. You know, I am gay. And for a long time, it took me a while to say that in an interview Mm -hmm. and feel comfortable. Because I was openly gay and proud, all of that, mm-hmm. but still hated myself because of the effect of religion and how that programming can really, really make you a prisoner or how your personality can allow you to become a prisoner of programming. So I was the type of person that personality wanted to please people, mm-hmm. and I want you to like me. You know, so... I will do anything for you. I'll even denounce. I'll even say that the Lord has healed me from homosexuality, like the mm-hmm. the uh, delivered guy mm-hmm. that's on the video, uh, on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I had to resolve. It was just this week. Wow. <laughs> that I just totally said, okay, bam. Okay. I will not be a prisoner. And it's this... Uh, shooting in yeah. Orlando at the mm-hmm. gay club mm-hmm. that really was like, hey, people can't even go somewhere and hold they, hold hands and hold and dance with their partners. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. Our correspondents are on the scene of what seems to be utter chaos. He 
people know no other. Hear them cry, Omex save us. 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 Now little did she know, and much to her surprise, girl had an evil twin sister who loved to hate and despise. Omex save us. Omex save us. Omex save us. Her twin's name was Luna, and she too did break the law. Luna's punishment was severe. Girl got no punishment at all. Omex save us. Omex save us. Omex save us. Omex save us. In every epic story, the conflict brings drama. A nemesis born, a villain deformed, and Luna he calls Mama. Omex save us. Omex save us. Omex save us. Omex save us. Lies in the almanac, the dictionary, and encyclopedia. And all he be doing with your head is screwing the intellectual savage. What brings you joy, Donnie? Mm. I mean, not to be so churchy, but praising the most high. Mm-hmm. brings me joy. And a lot of people are like, well, Donnie, you know, you're powerful, you're this, you're that. All I'm doing is just praising the most high all the time. That's the one thing that I was taught and I was introduced to that that, that is a connection to an un, un, unlimited uh amount of power. It is the connection to the source Mm -hmm. of the power. And a lot of people have gotten very scientific. I'm an artist. Right. So I'm going to personify the energy and I'm going to call it a certain name. I know I'm personifying energy, but it helps me believe. And that's what brings me joy. The, 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 another thing that brings me joy is doing my art, mm-hmm. producing this show, this American mythology is bringing me so much life that I am, sometimes I cannot believe that I'm actually here because mm-hmm. I have been working on this show for so long. So producing this show. What do you need from black gay men? I need black gay men to love themselves but not in a vain manner. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't look good. I would advise or I want tolerance Mm -hmm. um, of each other. Tolerance for people who are not comfortable with being gay. Mm-hmm. 
and you don't have to burst nobody's bubble to feel good. Be royal. Don't be a hot mess. Don't make folks feel bad. Don't out nobody. That's what I want. The American mythology is described as a colorful, epic narrative and inspiring soundtrack. And I want to graciously thank Donnie for joining us today on Counterpoint. You can pick up his album, The American Mythology, at his website, imdonnie.com. Donnie, I want to thank you so much, man, for taking the time. This has been awesome. All good. Thank you for thank you for uh, for interviewing me and encouraging me. No, so no I won't problem. Stop with American mythology. Wonderful, you know? and we can't wait for the uh, for the, uh, uh, the 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 theatrical kind of component of this. This is very exciting. So we'll be looking for that. Oh my! Oh my! Um, November is okay. when we're uh, pushing to open here in Atlanta. Perfect. So I am so. Excited! I mean, <laughs> a chore, got a choreographer, a director, MD. I'm just like a producer, so I'm just like I'm I'm on cloud nine. Amazing! Yeah, All right, um, Donnie, <laughs> thank you so much. You have a great rest of your day. <laughs>